Hello, welcome to another episode of the Photographers Keeping It Real podcast. On today's episode, I speak to the wonderful Holly and Patrick Mattia, husband and wife documentary photography duo based uh, in Yorkshire. Wonderful to speak to them both. Uh, We talk a bit about working as a duo, working as husband and wife. We talk about entering, organizing, selecting images for awards. Of course, we talk about Holly's recent Rangefinder Rising Star win from last year. Uh, We do discuss quite a lot about being parents, about breastfeeding, about lots of things related to children and childcare and weddings and this industry as a whole as a parent. We talk about speaking at events. So Patrick recently spoke at the Nine Dots Gathering last year. Um, So we talk a little bit about attending events as a speaker, um, as not a speaker, um, community in general around photography. We talk about taking inspiration from your own family and your own work and then other art as well outside of sort of weddings and photography as well as in weddings. If you are a PKIR member um, and you're using your link, um, if you're not sure what I mean, drop me a message, but you have your own members link. You can hear the extended version of this podcast where we talk about the usual marketing and leads. So where do Holly and Patrick get all the leads from? Um, Patrick last year shot 80 weddings on his own. So um, some with Holly obviously as well. So it just gives you an idea of, of the sort of volume that they are shooting. Um, obviously less this year, like most people. But um, but yeah, they're certainly, you know, they're doing well for an inquiry. So we talk a little bit about marketing and leads. We talk about work-life balance. We also talk about the Wedding Industry Awards, um, which Holly and Patrick won last year for, you know, the national um, awards, as well as now judging for this year. So um, yeah, so yeah, have a little listen about that if you're interested. Um in the links below, you'll find everything we talk about, all the other photographers that Holly and Patrick mention. Um, there's a link to Alan Law's Law School, the course he mentions in there, um, as well as the best of blog that Holly and Patrick mentioned, Rangefinder Rising Stars, so you can see Holly, as well as everyone else, uh, the other 29 who won um, the Rangefinder Rising Star for this this year. Thank you again for everyone who listens. Thank you to all the members, um, everyone who interacts with anything PKR related. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I hope you're having an amazing summer so far. I think everyone's probably busy shooting now. Um, I hope this year is looking good for you. And as always, any questions, drop me a message, drop me a comment, reach out. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Let's get on with the show. Patrick, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hello. How are you both? How are you doing? Really good, thank you. Yeah, very well, very well. Lovely to talk to you, Scott. Yeah, and you too. So yeah, let's start. So obviously, it's great to have you both on. You work together at weddings. Do you want to talk a bit about working like as a duo, like husband and wife team? How's that kind of work for you two? Yeah, we uh, we love working together. Um, that's the main thing. Um, we've been shooting weddings together for how many years now? Five years? Five years this year. Yeah, five years. Last year, this year, hard to hard to keep track. But yeah, about five years we've been shooting together. Um, 
with a few interruptions, that COVID thing that happened. Multiple babies. Multiple babies. <laughs> makes it sound like we've had a had a hundred. <laughs> it probably feels so, yeah. like that, doesn't it? I feel like I've we've got two little ones here and it does uh, I don't know how anyone has more than that, but um Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like Holly said, we've, we've we've had two two children, so you've had a little bit of time off um after the birth of our children. Holly's a breastfeeding mum. Across those five years we've we've continued working with each other and developing our style together and yeah, we love working together, all aspects of it, really, don't we? Yeah, it's really nice. Um, it's obviously being parents, we don't tend to have any time together. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice to go to work and spend a day together. And at meal time, we get to have a little romantic meal and get to chat, don't we? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like um, it's like yeah, it's it's we use up all our babysitting for <laughs> for work, really, or fit something like this. We're at my parents' house right now, and they're running around after our two youngest children. When we're at weddings, we get childcare, so we get to spend some time together on our own. It, it really is great. And and doing something so creative, so fun as wedding photography together, it's not really like a job, is it? It's, it's great. It's kind of our passion. Yes. Our shared passion is is photography. So, so yeah, we love it. That's nice. So on the, on the day, you two kind of, you know, you like covering different angles. Are you kind of purposely like noticing where the other person is and how, because, you know, obviously I sometimes work for second shooter, but it's very rare. And obviously it's, it's random people. It's kind of people I know who are great photographers, but we're not, you don't work, obviously you don't work together like week in, week out. It's not the same as your, you know, your two's relationship, obviously. So how do you find it like on the day? Do you kind of know one of you's always covering kind of bride prep, one's doing groom prep, are you both in with the bride? Like what's the kind of dynamic there? Different at different weddings, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. In terms of angles and things, it's become uh, sort of intuitive now. We kind of know where the other person's going to be. Um, we're kind of watching them move around and not really thinking about it. And then you're taking up a different position. Holly's quite short, petite. Uh, so <laughs> she's always hidden away. <laughs> yeah, she's really good at <laughs> like, in any of Patrick's shots. Quite often I'm like, where's Holly gone? Um, <laughs> she's just like behind a vase or something. <laughs> Um, under a rock. <laughs> under a rock. <laughs> I think that that would be a good idea. But she brings a rock into the ceremony. Um, but now, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's become kind of just something we do that we we're naturally going to take up different positions um, and get different shots, different angles. We use different cameras and different lenses, don't we? So that that obviously gives us a different viewpoint. But we change around on the day, don't we? So Holly starts off with um, a Z9 and um, a Z62 um, with 35 mil and 85 mil, sometimes 50 mil. You like a 50 mil too, don't I you? I do love a 50 mil. Um, and then we, then I've got a 24 mil and a 105 mil. But then we can swap swap about through the day because you sometimes need different things. And we're literally just we both use um, hipster holsters. Uh, not holsters hipster hold fast that's it uh hipster hold fast and we just didn't unclip a camera and kind of swap over although you don't like giving up the z9 do you no that she always stays with me <laughs> you like so, yeah. yeah is that like we, yeah yeah that's, that's like the uh the nikon flagship mm -hmm. um i've only got one of them uh so yeah um so yeah that, that kind of gives us but it is it's become kind of an intuitive i think when we started working together 
we bet we had set roles, didn't we? Yeah, I was always at the back of the ceremony. <laughs> I was always at the back. So I say it really forlornly. <laughs> Get to the back. It wasn't like that. <laughs> I felt more secure being at the back, I guess. Not that there's less responsibility, um, but there's less eyes on me and I just felt I could squirrel away there. Yeah. Be in your shots. Yeah, and, and yeah. I guess that that helped while you were getting used to because we're going right back to when Holly first started doing wedding photography and also you at that point you weren't using two cameras were you were using just one camera oh, yeah. and an 85 mil or a 70 to 200 um so it kind of felt natural because like holly said if i think you felt more comfortable out of the way with a telephoto lens um while you were still getting your confidence up is, is that yeah, yeah 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 I think, so you've just I think grown that. into that now in holly now obviously i haven't done it for so long now you're kind of you just now like actually no, I like being at the front or I like to, you know, you've, it's, you've kind of it's quite a recent thing though, isn't it? That I've started going to the, the front. Because I haven't I haven't shot many weddings on my own um until this past year. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of um pre-COVID that um Holly started going to the front more um just before COVID. And now quite often you you you'll you'll go at the front, won't you? And I'll yeah. be at the I'll be at the back. And and yeah, but it, but it can be different at different weddings. It kind of different how we're feeling and different space. I don't know really. It, 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 on the day we don't tend to talk about it too much. It's like right, I'll go at the front. You you go at the back. But then I, I guess that again, I guess it's because we move around now, isn't it? Like we used to be. Oh, I'd be terrified of the vicar shouting at us. Stay in that position and don't move, and it would be like okay. Yeah, and now now we don't really invite that opportunity when we're going to have a nice chat with the registrar the vicar before but but we just make it clear that we're quite relaxed and chilled out people and unless they say you have to stay there then as soon as the the um couple have walked in then we'll start moving around quietly won't we and taking up all different kinds of positions so yeah we don't have a kind of set way of shooting um a ceremony anymore yeah um, it's nice that you can i suppose because you work together so often and obviously like, you know, you're together as like a real life, you know, couple as well and stuff. You just probably have that dynamic that you wouldn't have with a kind of second shooter, like you say, that you just have every now and again type thing. It's just always going to be a little different, isn't it, I suppose? It is. It is really. Yeah, yeah that you, you're right. Because if we were, if we work with a second shooter, if, we, if say we can't get childcare for a wedding, then obviously then we are going to be at the front to begin with. Uh, and then with the second shooter at the back and yeah, you take that kind of dominant role, but it's a real partnership the way yeah. that me and Holly work and very equal. Um, Holly is just as good at me at everything and I'm just as good at Holly at everything. Well, nearly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holly's Holly's the rising Holly star. Holly didn't look so sure there, but yeah. <laughs> well, no, she's thinking I, I'm the one that's one rising star, not you. So yeah. Uh... <laughs> Is that like, is it, is it a view? Do you, do you have a bit of a laugh about it? Like in the house, is it a sore subject for you, Patrick? Or were you, were you okay? Like, not a... oh, well, I, I've, I've just about got over it. Um, no, 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 no. I was, I was so happy for, for Holly. She, she really, she really deserves it. So, so yeah, of course it, it was the most amazing news, wasn't it? Yeah. I still can't believe it really. <laughs> no, yeah. no. I mean, do you want to, since you've sort of segued nicely into it, obviously, congratulations, Holly, to start with. What was the kind of process like then? So obviously, it would be people listening who have won before, I guess, or have been nominated or have heard of it, or and some people who've never heard anything of it or know the process. So do you want to talk like a little bit about the process of kind of 
nominated and then you know you, how you kind of you know work in terms of submitting images and then find out that you won when was we when did i receive that email so, so when... i've got no idea when it when it probably it, like it was... august september time i want to say you find out the nominations and then i'll, I'll have yeah. to submit by september or something isn't it something like that yeah it came on really quickly from receiving that email saying that i've been nominated and then you were up all night on the last <laughs> day um like five minutes to, just as everything else that we submit all the awards <laughs> that last minute rush trying to check through all my texts and my photos and we just kept thinking oh is this one good enough should we swap it fiddling about um do you, do you guys separate your obviously i guess for you know for a wedding it's just all together but do you have like do you tag so can you go into like Lightroom or whatever and sort of say tag as like, I don't know, select the ones that only Holly has shot, for example, or do you just know which ones you've you've sort of shot yourselves? Like that must be difficult for awards where you're kind of selecting where you've select, you know, you're editing or you're, yeah, you're yeah. submitting just for yourselves, if that makes sense. We're not that um, far advanced uh, <laughs> uh, as, as having different um, colours for each other. We probably should do, but we've got different colours for... So uh, at the um, at the preview stage, so when we when we call a wedding, uh, Holly does the majority of the editing. But um, um, in terms of calling, we kind of call together or call separately, and then the other person has a look through too. And then we'll go through after we've called and select probably it tends to be about hundred to two hundred images, doesn't it? Yes. Um, that we think, for want of a better phrase, the best images, and they're the ones that we think that we're going to enter to awards post on blogs and give to the couple as a preview. And then we cut that down and give them to a preview. And then they've already got a color when we want to grab images for awards. We we go through them and then we add them to a separate little folder for, for awards. And we have a million folders. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. It's that more oh. organized than it is. So too so, many folders. So yeah, we've, we've got, we've got a system, but we've got lots of folders still, but yeah, we, we know which, which image each, each shot really it, it's, it, it, we just remember that from the day. And mm -hmm. so Holly, Holly went through and yeah, he spent, spent days looking through for rangefinder images and um, thinking about what's going to resonate with, the judges and things. Um, yeah, you have to pick like 30 images, right? Is that right? Something like that. So it's 30. And then they, they they look at the sort of take the order into consideration as well, right? And that kind of thing. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be like a strict order, but it's got a soft flow. Yeah, um, tell a story. Just yeah. just like a blog um, or a gallery for the um, client. It's all the same thing. That's that's what we always say about awards. It's all the same thing. You, you're trying to communicate with, with the person who's looking at the images and you're trying to show your work in the best way but but there's a bit more pressure on it with rangefinder isn't there <laughs> yeah it was um <clears throat> i really didn't think i'd i'd make it it was that you've you've got to be shooting weddings for 5 years at the most to, yeah. to submit or to be um nominated so i really didn't think it was my last chance i'd been nominated previous in the previous year and hadn't made it but that you know just to be nominated is amazing yeah, um, it, it's it's like um, the, I think it's because of the aesthetics of Rangefinder. They don't always pick that many that many documentary photographers, do they? And they they did. It was great. They picked like four. There was you. There was Amy Sampson, Chelsea, and Janina. Janina, sorry. Um, who all who all won were named on the list. So so yeah, I don't know whether that's a kind of a, a, a an anomaly or changing of the guard or or just the fact that they were the best entries. So I think that was at the back of your mind, wasn't it? That that maybe you didn't fit in that 
yes. rangefinder yeah. aesthetic. <laughs> a bit like when we enter fearless or something like that. We don't, we don't necessarily think we're going to win loads of fearless awards because we don't necessarily fit exactly what always wins fearless awards, but we still enter and win the odd one. And it, it, it's great. But, but yeah, you were so excited when you won uh rangefinder, weren't you? And um, like, I saw the email first um because I was up doing some work <laughs> um it came through and because last year was crazy and what would happen was Holly would edit all through the day up until about 10 or 11 when she got tired and then she'd go to bed with Hugo <laughs> yeah yeah with Sweden baby <laughs> yeah with with Hugo sometimes editing with Hugo and then you know I'd be doing bits of work through the day and then I'd take over it honestly it sounds so unhealthy and it was it was crazy and then I'd be doing work after that um and, and things so then the email came through and I I, I thought I shouldn't go and wake Holly up but I did so I went and woke her up and she was she, she thought she was I don't know what, yeah, what did I you think? Just think I was dreaming I probably had quite a few dreams where in my dream Patrick had come in and was like you've won <laughs> <laughs> but I did just think it would be just a dream um and then yeah, in the morning did you, did you kept looking at the email yeah <laughs> <laughs> rereading it just to just to double check but yeah I mean, it's not gone to your head or anything like that I mean she does insist that I uh call her by her full title in fact everyone um Holly Mateer Rangefinder magazine rising star of wedding photography 2023 so you, you do need to use that it's a bit embarrassing when we go to Starbucks because it takes them ages to write that on the cup <laughs> you haven't replaced like all the sort of photos of Hugo at home then with the award-winning images or anything like kind of uh... <laughs> She just carries around this big star. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's it, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, you know, I just it all all Holly's hard hard work, um, and I think just the fact that she's because because it was her last year, but Holly has had time off during that that those five years. So it's not like being five years of constant full time work. She's she's been she's taking time off to. To breastfeed and um, spend time with our new children and things. So to and COVID in between, yeah, as well, COVID in between, yeah. Yeah, she's kind of had five full years, like full wedding seasons, to to sort of do it either yeah. kind of thing. So yeah. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd done one full wedding season, like her first year, and then everything else has been like half wedding seasons because of COVID, because of babies, and obviously babies are, are a, a wonderful reason for not. Because that was what you wanted to do, wasn't it? You were um, full on breastfeeding, mama, uh, <laughs> um, and 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 you love it, and yes. Yeah, so uh, you know, and and I can't, I can't put into words how hard Holly works. So I I work pretty hard, but Holly just works so hard because she does all the editing and does the breastfeeding. That's not my domain, and yeah, and and yeah, you're amazing. It is like it's so in- like. I think it's hard to know fully and get like, not that you can't relate, but like, you know, if you, obviously if you don't have kids or whatever, I guess it's hard to sometimes understand the full kind of just how, how much is involved, how much time it takes up the, how little sleep that kind of becomes, you know, it makes it harder in the daytime or even at weddings. Cause you kind of, you know, if you're up at night, especially like breastfeeding, I feel like your night seems to be the key, like time for that, doesn't it? I don't know. The babies don't really get that they, uh, it would be much easier if they just did it in the day, but, um, but yeah, so definitely like testament to, especially the last, I suppose, 18 months, two years, whatever, where there's been that post-COVID catch-up and, you know, everyone's been shooting more than they probably would like to in a normal year. And so, yeah, it's just a massive backlog then of editing, isn't there, and everything to try and get through. Yeah, definitely. No, no, completely agree with everything you've 
said scott and uh yeah anyone out there who's who's got children and doing our job over the last few years breastfeeding bottle feeding whatever it's been it's been fairly in fairly intense because um it's just been so much work to do hasn't there everyone in the wedding industry in fact it, um the, the thing is that for the rest of britain um we came out of covid a long time ago but all through last year we was the wedding industry was still dealing with covid wasn't it it was kind of the, the rest of the world had moved on but because of the backlog of weddings we were still living through it really and so it's it's, it's felt so good this year hasn't it yeah, feel kind of lost of all this time. <laughs> but no, it's really nice to be able to actually see our family and friends. Want, friends, yeah. I forgot what what they were. <laughs> and um, we we even had one date night, and and yeah, it's th- this year. But mainly, it's been time with the kids, hasn't it? We were spending time with the kids, obviously, all the time last year, working from home and doing loads of stuff with them, but it was it was kind of relentless there was no kind of break or pause whereas the beginning of this year we've been able to prioritize our kids we've just done a few weddings all the editing's finished and it's just we've had so much space it's been so lovely hasn't it mentally it's yeah it's nice to not have all these weddings and editing lists and everything that you need to be doing just constantly buzzing around your head it's it's really nice it is it is definitely uh, it, it 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 was um it was just a crazy few years for the wedding industry. It was it was obviously a crazy few years for every industry, but mm-hmm. for um for the wedding industry that we lived, it was it's hard to put into words what 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 it was like. But everyone who's listening to this is probably nodding along, thinking yeah yeah. But I hope everyone's had a bit of an easier start to the year and looking forward to less weddings and things and and just being able to get back work life balance because that's so important, isn't it? Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because even though, like you say, you can't, obviously you don't have a choice, you know, obviously most people probably want to, especially if you've got kids, but people want to spend time with family and friends and the kids and stuff. But it can be hard to like, to separate it, can't it? When I know for me, like if I know I've got a huge backlog of things where I've got couples maybe messaging about wedding, you know, when we're going to get my wedding or like you've got editing backlog or you've got just whatever it is work-wise, you've got that backlog to deal with. And then you've got like a day out with the kids and obviously you want to be there enjoying it as much as you can and you want your mind to fully be there. But then yeah. you've you've it's still like a little bit there, isn't it? Where you're getting the email through, or you're getting whatever, and it's just you know I feel sad sometimes. So I'm like, actually, I want to I want to be able to just enjoy that and know not I haven't got that stress really. So when I can feel on top Definitely. of work, it's just so much nicer, isn't it? For those days off, kind of thing. Definitely, I think if if you were used to shooting ten weddings and you were shooting twenty weddings last year, or if you were shoot, used to shooting forty and you were shooting sixty or seventy or, or whatever it was, then whatever it was, people felt that added pressure and added stress because it was so different to what they were, what they were used to. And we ended up shooting a ridiculous amount and Holly edited every single one last year. So, so yeah, it was, it was full on. And I don't want it to sound too negative because it was amazing as well, wasn't it? When we did our best of recently, we, we loved looking through it. We did it for 2021 and 2022. We achieved so much. So in terms of within, within our business and industry, and obviously mainly having another baby and having this, amazing family of five now at the same time like you were saying scott you don't want to and as holly said you don't want to have work kind of invading every thought at every time so it, it was it was difficult it was difficult but i think the whole wedding industry rose to that challenge um and photographers definitely did 
and we managed to, I know that we managed to keep our levels really high, but we were lucky because Holly could concentrate on the editing last year and I shot some more weddings than Holly. So we were able to divvy it up there, but we probably had more weddings than a lot of other photographers in our position, didn't we? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Um, ridiculous, so. ridiculous amount. But so, we are just lucky as well that we've got each other. Yeah. Through the highs and the lows. Yeah. We're, we're, we're both... You know, we're we're both prone to self doubt on occasions, as creative people often are. Um, and it's great just having someone literally next to you to turn around and talk to. And we're we're very good at not suffering that self doubt at the same time, aren't we? So the other person can be reassuring or or, or just talk through what the issue is or or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, we're we're we're, it's, we're very lucky. And I think not everyone's lucky enough to work with a partner or have a partnership. But you do need that. You need like a group of friends. Uh, around you to share images with whether it's for awards or other issues or or whatever it is about just just having you know because you, you don't have that water cooler moment at wedding photography do you? you don't you can't just go and chat to someone you so you need people to reach out to you know in the, within the community you've got there's a lot of obviously photographers and people can kind of relate to that whether it's an online or in, in person yeah. so I know we both obviously went last November to the Nine Dots Gathering, which, you know, is, is part of that. There's socializing the aspect and it's about networking and chatting to other photographers and, and realizing you're not alone sort of thing. And obviously you spoke at that event. What do you want to talk a bit about that? Like, what was it like to kind of speak in person? How did you find it? Yeah, I mean, so we were both due to be speaking to begin with, weren't we? But unfortunately, Holly couldn't make it. Um. Holly got quite ill, didn't you? Yes, unfortunately, about uh, just a couple of days before you'd already left for London, hadn't you? Yeah. Then, um... you, you start. You were starting to come down with an illness a couple of days before that, and then because of childcare, Holly couldn't come for the for the full thing. It was actually going to be the first time we'd left Hugo, wasn't it? Yeah. With with your sister overnight. And I I joked, oh, I think I'm going to be able to come because I feel too poorly. Bloody blood, blood. And then the next day I woke up and I had no voice at all. It had just disappeared. A real, real temperature. <laughs> was, and you were so ill. And I was then, so ill. And then my, the boys got poorly as well. And and then as the week went on, it just became clear. Like Holly was saying, no, I'll come, I'll come. I'll come, I'll come. And I was like, <laughs> no, honestly, you, you, you can't, you can't do it. Um, and you would have been there in body, but not mind, I think. Yeah. And and so, so we still haven't had a night away from the <laughs> No, we still haven't. We we tried that on your birthday as well, and that and then that didn't happen. This year we've actually got we've actually got Hugo into his own room this year. Um he still comes into our bed uh, about halfway through the night, but we, we, it's getting longer and longer. So we've got some uh, we're working on it because you're gonna be coming to some like there were if it was a wedding further away last year, um, I would go and do that without Holly just because of co-sleeping and breastfeeding with, with Hugo. So this year we're working towards you being able to come to like most of the weddings we're shooting together and things like that. So some more exciting venues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some more exciting venues. Um, so yeah, no, some, there's some amazing weddings further afield that you're determined to come to. Um, so yeah, it's going well with Hugo, but as an, that we've, we've got we're sidetracked now, haven't we? I'll talk about the gathering though. They, um, so yeah, it was it was a real disappointment that that Holly wasn't there because I would have loved to have experienced that with you. And because we've never even been to a conference or anything like that, nothing at all. So I think that was a bit daunting for us because we've never been to that kind of event. And then we got us to speak at it, and I made a joke that oh, we only come to these um, and the Q and A if we get asked to 
to to speak at them but it wasn't that it was just it was just as I guess we've touched on we've got quite a busy life style kind of thing with family and and work and things like that and you want to go to these things together and then we didn't get to go together but yeah it's hard but, yeah. To just, it's hard to justify isn't it because I'm like that this year like there's so many yeah there's so many great conferences and things and like you look at the lineup or you look at who's going and like you know I'd love to go to loads of them and obviously there's you know restrictions in terms of time and finances and everything where you've got to kind of you know figure out what works for you and what where you're probably going to get the most value but I would definitely go to more but yeah like you say childcare becomes difficult and um and yeah so for me obviously Sarah's uh, can be at home so we kind of work it where I can go to a few in the year Sarah's yeah. at home so I couldn't imagine how we'd both ever be able to get away so it's kind of it's difficult and then even though I think it can be so important obviously building up that network and spending that time like say with other people who understand what you're going through and yeah, I think it can be really valuable, but it's also sometimes hard to justify when you don't necessarily have to go. You know, it's not like when you had a normal job and you're like, oh, you've got to go on a training course this week or whatever. And, you know, you're getting told you have to go. It's, yeah, it's exactly, different, isn't exactly it? So. so when you were asked to talk then, Patrick, so what did you already have an idea in mind of what you were going to talk about? How was the process of kind of coming up with a with a talk, I guess? So we, we wrote it, obviously, to to talk together. Um, like, a, like I hinted at, it, the fact that we'd never been to one before it was a bit like it was very much like oh what do we talk about because we've never even seen another talk so so yeah I guess we we did it a little bit about our history because some people might not have known who we were sort of thing so just introducing yourself and it uh, but mostly just about our style of working and things um but yeah so we we sat down we wrote the talk uh and it kind of different hooks about our style and our, our approach and, and the main thing, really, the main point behind it was about um, us discovering a style that suited us as people and as artists and how we feel that creating art at a wedding is really important to us. Um, so, yeah, we, it, it, it was it was fun to write, but it was it was we we definitely felt a little bit of pressure. But that was mainly because we'd not um, been to one before. And I think now we've been to one if we ever did, if we we're ever lucky enough to get asked to speak again would feel a little bit less pressure and we've done it now I, I've even though Holly wasn't there experienced what it's like and I think like you said before Scott there's such welcoming um well nine dots was the gathering such a welcoming supportive environment so I was worried at the back of my mind about even though I wasn't consciously thinking I was thinking I need to get this right I need to get this right but that wasn't really what was important they, they weren't expecting this slick TED talk people just wanted to see you as a person and and hear your story and they they, they were there to to listen to you and, and all the speakers and and it was everyone was on on exactly the same level there was no kind of hierarchy i definitely didn't feel that at all it was so nice speaking to people and and it was a lovely environment and i feel like if we did it again at a different conference would would kind of go into it a bit more relaxed and things like that i guess if you're doing something for the first time you're always going to feel a bit of pressure but but yeah i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed it it was a great experience it's a shame holly wasn't there but it was it was fantastic i enjoyed the whole thing i guess the one thing that i did did feel was because i was thinking about my talk a lot i i it was harder to connect with the other elements so i didn't go out drinking or anything like that because i didn't want to be waking up with a hangover or anything like that so we're actually going to go back aren't we together in is it october november 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 uh, to, in leeds as well so it's close for us this time which is nice isn't yeah, it yeah much closer yeah, yeah so we're gonna go together aren't we and yeah it'll be nice to actually meet some 
some photographers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've not, I've only ever met Chelsea, which obviously not only Chelsea, because, you know, she's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that was lovely, but it'd be so nice to actually meet these people we speak to on social media and obviously in the nine dot groups and the photographers keeping it real yeah um, and just engaging with so many yeah. photographers through different awards so yeah and that, that that was how i felt going there the first time so it's just good to go and and go to the uh after party and things so yeah, really looking forward to that will you be there at the next one yeah i'll be there yeah yeah we're really looking forward to it i think um yeah, it's interesting the kind of i suppose like say because you've concentrated on that talk and you because that's sort of always in the back of your mind that not maybe being able to enjoy it in the same way as much on the league. Cause you spoke on the last day as well. Right. So you kind of had that whole yeah. like lead up, but I mean, I thought it was really good. Um, oh, I thought you. you did a really good job yeah. and yeah, it's just, it's oh, interesting to see. You kind of have to say that. You kind of have well, to say I do. that. I mean, I couldn't say it was rubbish, even if it was, <laughs> but no, it was, I did think it was really good. And then, um, thank you, man. Yeah. Like it's interesting sometimes to see, cause you can hear people like say on podcasts or you can sort of see what people put on their about pages or on the social and you can, you know, especially now with stories on Instagram, things like that, you can kind of start seeing a little bit behind the curtain of people's lives. But I think, you know, when you're seeing them talk in person and, and stuff, it's always just a little bit different, isn't it? And uh, it's nice to have yeah. that kind of. Yeah. It, it, what was really interesting for me was that quite a few documentary photographers spoke and we all had a very similar approach to photographing weddings. Um, but what was different was how we dealt with our clients so us as people, really, that that was a big difference. So we all dealt with our clients slightly differently. And then our artistic style was completely different. So even though we all, we're all taking these pictures in the same way, basically no posing, which fits in with what, what you're all about at PKIR, all our work looks so different. Um, so that was that was really interesting. Um, ju- just the, 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 I guess what, what makes us different is us as people. And that's that's how we deal with people in our, uh, our artistic style way, our photos look that's to do with us as people isn't it so so yeah it, it, it was it was it was great to to experience and to be part of and a big honor as well so it was it was, it was lovely to be asked and yeah it, it, i think if we ever did do it again maybe we won't um but if we ever did i feel like we could kind of let go of that and just just enjoy the whole experience more get involved in the social side of it more just because we feel a bit more comfortable with it but if we never get asked again it's, it's just great to have done it and gave it our best shot just a shame you weren't there yeah I feel I feel a bit left out that I've not not seen it <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to hear that you did well yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll always believe that it was the best talk ever because uh, <laughs> but but yeah I mean there, you know there, there was some great there was some other great talks there and it was just it was just lovely meeting meeting other photographers like holly said so yeah so, the, yeah the atmosphere was... is good isn't it these things that's the thing yeah. like they're, they're in between talk sort of networking and chatting and just yeah it's just nice to like holly said really actually it's nice for just to see people in kind of real life that you only see kind of online yeah. maybe or you kind of know them you feel like you know them a little bit but um but yeah to see them in real life is just different isn't it and hang out a little bit have a beer and kind of stuff you wouldn't normally kind of do i guess with the photographers in general so Definitely. And everyone's so supportive. Everyone just wants everyone to do well. And everyone's just, you know, they're, they're there to listen to the talks and, and meet other people. And and yeah, it's such a lovely atmosphere. I I, I love talking to every single person there. And it, it, it was great. And um, I met some lovely people and got some amazing comments about my talk. But as much as that, just just chatting to people was great. We mentioned awards a lot there and stuff, and we you talked about obviously you've you know won a lot of awards to date, really across loads of different organisations and whatever. And what you sort of talked, you said you don't really have a system necessarily. It's all sometimes a little bit last minute in terms of <laughs> of uh, actually entering awards. But 
what's been like the sort of pros and cons for you guys? Have you always sort of entered awards? Is it a more of a newer thing? Do you find it's sort of beneficial marketing wise? Is it more for your own challenges? What's the, you know, what's your kind of take on the awards? We've not always entered awards, have we? No, we didn't even think, we didn't really know about wedding photography awards, did we, when we started? It was... No, it, it was, it was, uh, Alan Law's workshop mentioned, so I did that in 2016, I think. Um, so before Holly was working with me, I did it. Um, and then after you, after you went, you took some time off after our first baby was born, um, Harrison. And then when you came back, you went and did Alan's workshop, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, as kind of like, cause you'd not shot a wedding for a while and just, just to kind of get back into it a little bit, get take on some new ideas and stuff. And and I don't know if he's still, have you done Alan's workshop at all, Scott? I haven't, but it's the law school, whatever he calls it. Yeah. 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 It's it's definitely still a thing, isn't it? Because I saw, I think he did did one in Ireland just before Doc Day this year. And then I think he did one in London earlier this year. So yeah, it's still, I'll link to it in the thing. But yeah, like I definitely, it's definitely on my list of one of the ones to do. Because I know, obviously Alan's fantastic anyway, like in his community, if he does with TIR and stuff. So um, yeah, it'd be interesting to. Uh, He's a fantastic, um, educator and communicator and his, his workshop i'd recommend it to anyone i find that i do often recommend it if people if it comes up and then a lot of people have said oh, i've been on it i think it's one of those ones that a lot of people have been on so i would recommend you going along there's always something to learn from from alan but um he used i brought it up because he used to give out a list of awards that he could enter and don't know whether he still does because he runs his own uh, runs his own awards now yeah. um so so that was always at the back of our mind but we didn't really know much about them. All we knew about was Fearless, really, because I think Fearless is the, is the big one. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd probably heard of Fearless before I was even a wedding photographer because um, I didn't know what it was, but I had heard of Fearless uh, photographers, um, seen, seen some photos on social media and things. When it came to it, we thought well, we were looking quite in a careerist way, I think, since looking at our business and thinking, how how do we take it to the next level and not not particularly looking artistically at that point it was you know and, and that was the wrong way of doing it let's let's be clear we, you know the the artistry feeds the business and the business feeds the artistry you've got to look at it holistically altogether but that's another point so we were looking a very business way weren't we and we we were thinking should we enter some awards for marketing like you said Scott so we went back to Alan's list didn't we and Alan had a list of awards it basically said, right, these ones are easy to win and these ones are hard to win and some in between. Um, so we thought, okay, we'll, we'll start off with these ones that are, in Alan's words, easy to win. And so we started entering them. This is probably back in 2019 or something like that, is it? Gosh, was it then? 2018, 2019, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it would have uh, been 2018, 2019. It's fairly recently still in yeah. Yeah, grand, definitely. grand scheme of things, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, we started win- winning these awards and it was me entering them, wasn't it? Yeah. Rather than you, you to begin with, it was we were winning awards, and it was all for couple shots. And to start with, that was great. It was great for marketing. It felt really good. A but, little buzz. Yeah, a little buzz, a little awards buzz. But then it became clear that every time we entered them, we won an award. And then if we paid more money to enter more awards, we won more awards. And it's kind of like okay, you can kind of see what Alan meant here. And so it was good for the business, but it it wasn't good for the soul. It felt. It felt too early and there was no development at all because we could have just entered any old pretty couple shot. And and look, there's no there's no, nothing wrong with that. 
because it is good for marketing. We were posting that, weren't we? And people were going, yeah. oh, well, well done, our couples. And and it was good. It was good. So if, if you want yeah, to... I mean, enter, yeah, in reality, I suppose what you say, yeah, the couples don't know, do they? Like in no. a lot of times, you know, some might be more worthy or might look into it a bit more. But in general, you know, an award's an award to them in a way, I suppose. So you're kind of right yeah. in that if if the soul... And you, you kind of said it there where you sort of said, oh, we sat down, we thought, right, from a business point of view, shall we enter some yeah. awards kind of things? So then I guess it makes sense to go for ones you know you're going to win or yeah. at least have a very good chance of winning because then you use them for marketing and it kind of feeds itself doesn't it so i guess yeah. if that is you know someone's listening and that is their they want to just dip their toe in and start just to have some awards that they've won to shout about on social then it's probably not a bad thing to do i guess yeah. in that in for that yeah, way definitely. but definitely it's positive if you win an award post it be proud of that um and it, it did feel good but it just felt too easy. And we felt like we needed a bit of a challenge. Yeah. So um, and then we came across photographers keeping it real. Yeah, yeah. It segues nicely that, into that. Yeah. <laughs> um and it was such a lovely community. Um everyone was always posting on the group and sharing photos. And we thought, wow, this is amazing. Um, because you get inspiration, don't you, from other photographers. And we hadn't really seen that many um documentary photographers, had we? So no. we've just been like living in this pool of hull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. photography and not looked further afield and um and there aren't that many documentary photographers around us really there's there's some guys called Plusky Smith they shoot in a mainly documentary way but apart from that it's mainly um kind of all-round photographers I'd say um it's probably not, it's not a hot spot I guess for I'm trying to think no. now if you are know in that area and obviously Yorkshire there's a fair few Yorkshire wide but in terms of like sort of I guess East Yorkshire hallway I suppose there's yeah there's York there's there's Andy Gaines obviously but they're not really like Lincolnshire and Mm -hmm. and Hull and East Yorkshire the the near place to us we we kind of stood out I guess as our style was developing Mm -hmm. uh, our approach getting more and more documentary um has been it's been a little bit different I think um so so yeah like Holly said we started entering PKIR and, and and a few others and PKIR was our first big win wasn't it yeah yeah when you won for your photos it was amazing wasn't it yeah and, and then <laughs> we were the, so excited it was the, lovely <laughs> and then the next round we won four I think uh, and then we did alright in the end of end of year um, rankings and that gave us a lot of confidence to enter other awards as well didn't it yeah and, and also it became it became less about winning more about what can we learn from this? What can we, what kind of images are resonating with the judges? Um, what kind of images are winning? Which kind of images are losing? Can we go back and look at that image again? Or are we too attached to that image? And then we started to engage more with other photographers, didn't we, through the through the awards? Yeah. And I think that was crucial. That was crucial. So we like like we said before, we started talking to, to other photographers um, and and chatting with them about entering awards and 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 again just like nine dots it's a lovely community everyone's so supportive and encouraging everyone wants the other photographer to win you think it'd be like this cutthroat awards business but it's not like that at all is it no it's it's a lovely community we've uh, made so many friends through through awards um we really have actually and and that and now we've with every awards coming up Obviously, we've like we've said before, we've we could we've got ourselves to share our images with and get an opinion with, but it's always good to get another pair of eyes, isn't it? So we do we do chat with what other people are entering and what we're entering, um, and it's it's become so important for us in terms of 
developing as photographers, artists, as well as helping our business. And it, and it has helped our business. Of, of course, it's helped our business. And we went on to win Photographers Keeping It Real Photographer of the Year, which was amazing in 2021. And that was the kind of our, the start of our winning some of the more well-known awards, really, winning PKIR Photographer of the Year, went on to win Twia and obviously Holly now with Rangefinder and things like that. Um, so, yeah, no. For us, it's it's all been positive, but it's been a gradual progression and learning what works for us and what doesn't work. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you have any advice for anyone who is just kind of starting on that journey then? So starting to enter, maybe not, you know, winning as much as you two, which probably is pretty much everyone, but anyone who's not <laughs> kind of, you know, people who are, you know, because, you know, I'm similar with some of the awards, like I'll enter things and not, you know, win anything for anything. And it's kind of, you know, you do that enough times, it can get you down a little bit, I guess, can't it? Or like... You keep trying and although it becomes a bit of a, for me, I try and see it as a positive and it's always a challenge and it's like, well, I know one day I'll win, you know, an award yeah. within this organization or whatever. And so it then becomes a challenge and, you know, without trying to obviously imitate anyone, but I kind of, you can look at who wins and you can look at your own work and maybe assess a little bit and be like, okay, I can see actually that is probably, you know, that's better or that has, you know, more elements and that's why and so on. So it can be useful for that, but I can see how people can get you know, disheartened as well, I guess, if they're not winning. Of course, yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. And, and we definitely used to get a bit disheartened, didn't we, when we were first entering and not winning as many. And, and we definitely don't win all the time now, do we? No, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, thinking about when we first started entering um, this reputation, I think it took us a year to win. Probably longer than that. <laughs> yeah, probably. it took us a long time. But I mean, yeah. every time you don't win, like you say, you can look at what is winning and how you can develop yourself and what photos you are taking yeah you, you 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 start to see for us it was about trying to stand out really and we were trying to do that with our work anyway like we said we we, we do something a little bit different i think you know as as so many photographers do you you want to you want to stand out and you want your images to stand out on social media but and then if they're standing out on social media they should naturally stand out um in awards as well because it's the same thing it's 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 couples finding your images and looking through and comparing it to other photographers judges do exactly the same thing so i think that's the main tip isn't it you've, your image has got to you've got to stand out and when our images start to stand out we started to win a few awards didn't we yeah, yeah. And you can do that in a variety of ways can't you um in terms of color um the the framing of the of the image um uh the the actual moment that you're, you're showing you, you need to be showing the right moments for the right awards don't you um so so wpj is slightly different to pkir which is slightly different to tir and they're, they're like the three main ones and then different to fearless they're the four main awards that we enter and they've all got a slightly different feel either in terms of um the aesthetic or the kind of moments that win PKR tends to be kind of funny images, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're they're the ones that tend to tend to tend to win. So we've kind of learned to adapt to that. Um, but yeah, it's all about making your image stand out. So like, re research the awards that you're entering to find to to make sure what you're entering um, fits within that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because um, you might be just, you know, like we said uh pkr does seem to have that kind of humor to it so try entering a few funny images and see if they do a bit better within pkir um 
than than the more kind of emotional or the more heavily layered images and things. In the end, the best images will win, but it's it's it, it, sometimes it's just about drawing the judge's eye, isn't it? Like Holly's judged probably more awards than me, actually. Like we're current tweer judges um, together, um, no, separately, but together. Yeah. Uh, so we judge you in, in separate rooms. Yeah, that's how we judge tweer actually to to be impartial, and then didn't let either of us the other one know until. Um, the final had been released sort of thing. Um, the only ever secret we've kept from each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, you've you've judged things like TIR Family yeah. and Fearless, Fearless, which is amazing. Um, and, inspiration. Yeah, and then then PK, we've both judged Inspiration and PKR and, and a load of others. And and we're just looking for images that catch our eye. Um, you. you I will always say this, as soon as you take the judge out of that image, as soon as they start thinking, I would have cropped that differently or framed that differently or this there isn't much of a moment here um, or anything like that, then you've lost them sort of thing because there's so many images um, to look through in, in any awards. So you, you, you need to keep their attention. So a tighter crop. So, so if an image hasn't won... Um, you can go back to it, look at it again, see, can you crop it any differently? Or was it just a case of it not resonating with those judges and you'll just try it again? Or do you kind of bin it off and find something else? It can be it can be any of them, but it's not something to necessarily get disheartened. I can understand why someone would, but it's it's about learning from that and and thinking, thinking, right, a group of photographers have looked at these images and just like a group of hundreds and hundreds and thousands thousands of people are seeing these photos that you post it's just more eyes on your images but you're getting direct feedback in terms of if you win an award or not in terms of so i'll just we'll finish off like a little bit of inspiration outside of weddings like where do you two look at anything outside of sort of weddings for inspiration in terms of like creativity or i know holly you do a lot of family work as well um what you know do you guys look at anything else where do you kind of source inspiration from yeah i think a lot of inspiration does come from photographing our own family. Um, during lockdown, we were finding that we weren't taking photos, and we'd kind of figured one day we're like, "Why are we not? Why are we? Why have we put our cameras away? We should get them out and have them with us every day." And we started doing that and taking more photos of our children and documenting lockdown. And I really think that helped. Um, there wasn't really a day where we didn't speak about weddings and yeah. how we're gonna um, progress and develop our style. Yeah, and yeah. we've got so many art books haven't we that, yeah. we that we love looking through um i think that definitely helps and we do occasionally when we when we have time anyway mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We, so you have a little flick through and uh, it's yeah there's so like i completely agree that is definitely like lockdown was pivotal for us because that that happened um and we spent so long looking at our own work and thinking how can we look at things a little bit differently and we also had more time to speak to other photographers and, and we, we, we started chatting more to other photographers, made made friends with more photographers online and that helped. So, so yeah, and and like Holly said, we were photographing our family so much and really looking at the photos and, yeah, talking about how we were going to get better and better uh, when weddings came back and and it, and it seemed to really work, didn't it? Yes. Just, just, just taking that time to reflect on our own work and we actually went back, didn't we, and you, Holly did, went back and... I talked about this in the in the the gathering talk. Actually, went back and recropped and looked, re-edited some of our older work and kind of created new works of art from old ones. And uh, 
that and then we carry that through to our the way that we shoot now don't we, we kind of yeah, shoot we like have to always crop everything um it's just the way we see things now and it really did help it did it did so we used lockdown um positively but you you can do that in a smaller way by just reflecting on your own work and um talking to it with other people whether that's with a mentor or just groups of friends online sharing work i think sharing work is, is so important and and also looking at other photographers work i know some people get a little bit what's what's the word i don't know if it's imposter syndrome about looking at other people's work and they get a bit they don't want to do it because they feel it gets in the way of their own kind of mindset but for us it's the exact opposite isn't it we love looking at other photographers work whether it's like holly said in an art book a photo book or whether it's just going on online and looking at our favorite wedding photographers work or finding a new wedding photographer whether that's i don't know lindsay goddard chelsea uh, sanna um wayne la dave skulls who, who have i missed we can't give the full list can we <laughs> but there's, there's 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 hundreds of wedding photographers that we love and we get inspired by looking at their work but we never think we want to shoot like that it's not like we're um painters and we can go down to the local art gallery like instagram's your art gallery is a as a wedding photographer, you wouldn't get a painter or a sculptor shutting themselves off from other art. That they would always be looking, looking at that and involving themselves. And it's important to see what's going on. But yeah, I find it so inspiring. Do you? Yeah, definitely. Um, and also, I would say um, always, always have your cameras out. There's always something to photograph, and that is just a way of keeping your mind busy with it. And it's how you learn, isn't it? Definitely. Rather yeah. than just shooting a wedding and then putting your camera away until the next time. Yeah, I guess we are very passionate photographers, so that, that it works, doesn't it? And and like Holly said, it was weird for us to put them away during lockdown. I, think, I guess because we felt a little bit sad yeah. that we sort of <laughs> couldn't do our our job and and things. But once we'd got back into it, we haven't really put our cameras down, have we? Uh, again, so we we just always got them out, and we really looked at our compositions and stuff. And now it all comes kind of comes naturally now doesn't it we're shooting in one style treat the world around us like we treat a wedding which is all we haven't really spoken about our approach but it's all unposed all as we find a scene as we find people and the same with our children they're very used to the way that we take photos of them aren't we yeah, aren't they yeah um unless unless we take the odd selfie and ask them to look at the uh camera which we, we occasionally do not very often um, it's the only time we get to be in a photo together though yeah <laughs> really especially holly because she's always got a camera so she's hardly ever in in the photos <laughs> i think that that kind of that kind of helps uh, that our style of shooting weddings is authentic to us because that's how we like to photograph our own family um it's not like we're we're doing lots of post photos at home and then suddenly shooting documentary it all just kind of flows into one um and, and i guess that's one final tip is is yeah so it's so important to find an approach that suits you as a person and then a style that suits you as an artist and then you will start to attract your ideal clients and you'll start to win awards if you want to but you don't have to enter awards but if you do um work that stands out and feels authentic will attract a judge's eye and it'll attract the right client's eye as well yeah amazing points well, look, thank you both for coming on. I'd love to see you both. Hopefully I'll see you before November, but if not, I'll uh, look forward to uh, sitting down with you guys, having a drink and uh, catching up in real life. So I'll link to everywhere. I'll link to your your best of, sort of 21, 22 that you just released. There's amazing work in there. And I think that's 
a nice easy way to look through some of your kind of favorite images, I guess, isn't it? And uh, so, yeah, so I'll link to that on your website, obviously, and Instagram and stuff and all the photographers you've mentioned as well. So if anyone wants to have a look at those guys, just have a look uh, the links below. Um, I feel like we've mentioned more now, like our mates. <laughs> Bring out a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you think of any others, if you think of any others, let me know and I'll add them in, but add the links in. But yeah, it's fine. Like, it's a good start though. There's lots of amazing names in there. So, uh, so yeah, so thank you so much for taking time out chatting. It's been great to see you both. And um, we'll just jump on just for another like 10 minutes now. So if you are a PKR member and you're listening to this on your um, the members only version we're just going to chat a little bit obviously we're just about to jump into wedding season now end of March so um, so yeah we'll jump in just to chat a little bit about what you're kind of doing for the year ahead and uh, a little bit about you know marketing and, and leads and stuff uh, but yeah if not I'll say thank you and I'll see you in the next episode bye bye <laughs> see you guys bye thanks for listening to the podcast show we hope that you did on top and go Oh, halfway through the episode We hope that you'll join us next time That would be mighty fine We love you, bye-bye Bye-bye